Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I am fantastic. I'm so happy to be able to talk uh-huh. to you. Very sweet. Thank you. Today, I'm very excited to welcome Carrie Elways. And you are one of my favorite actors. You've done so many great movies, but my very favorite movie is The Princess Bride. Thank you so much for being with me this morning. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm really excited about this book, too. As you wish, you actually go into a lot of detail about the behind the scenes stuff when making The Princess Bride. Yes, that was my goal. I wanted to I wanted to be a love letter to the fans and to the filmmakers and and my co-stars because I always get asked, was it as much fun making this film as it looked? And I always tell folks it was more fun than it looked. So I wanted to share that with the fans. And you have some pretty cool things that you expose in the book, including the fact that there was quite an attraction, a a real attraction between you and Robin Wright. Well, we became very good friends, and we still are to this day. Um, Everybody fell in love with her. Uh, She's just a wonderful human being and obviously a great talent. And and we were lucky to have her, actually, because she was on a, uh, a daytime soap opera called Santa Barbara, and they wouldn't let her out of a contract. So we had to negotiate with the studio to let her out, but we were lucky to get her. We were two, week, two weeks away from shooting, and we still didn't have a buttercup, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. That's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the movie and how it was made, because I understand that this was a movie that had been kind of on the wish list for a long time, but just wasn't able to happen right away. Well, the, the marketing department had their work cut out for them because they didn't know which angle to push on the film. Was it a kid's movie, an adult movie? Was it a fairy tale, a comedy, an action film? And of course, it's all of those things and more. And so they went for the kid's movie angle, which is a nice angle, but audiences largely stayed away. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until about 10 years after that when the film started being released on VHS, the folks started renting it and then buying it, and, and that's when it really gained an audience. And now it seems to be as big as ever. I mean, you go into... And we never dreamt of. Yeah, you go into stores and you see the Princess Bride t-shirts, and it's just, it's crazy. Oh, it's massive. The merchandising is just unbelievable. Which is fantastic. You know you've got a great movie when it's got that kind of staying power. Now, one of the, my favorite um, people that starred in the movie and the person that anyone who has ever worked with Andre the Giant has nothing but wonderful things to say about him and just adoring comments. He appeared a little bit intimidating at seven foot four and 540 pounds or something, <laughs> but he was a, a wonderful guy to work with. And you touch oh, on that in the book. Gentle giant, a total gentle giant, always had a smile on his face. And, and I miss him to this day. He'd give you the shirt off his back enough for five people, but he'd still give it to you. <laughs> a joy to be around. And you share some pretty interesting stories about him in the book, too. Well, uh, there was a, a, a moment there where I was fooling around on, on, on his all-terrain vehicle, which was a bit silly. Um, so Andre couldn't get around very easily in, on location where we were shooting in Derbyshire on these, this mountainous area called the Peak District. So the production rented him an all-terrain vehicle which he loved, and he had one at home on his farm in North Carolina. So he'd zoom around this thing. And you never saw a giant seven foot four, 450 pounds move so fast on this little thing that looked like a tricycle underneath him, yeah? And he zoomed up to me on it, and he kept taunting me to try it. He kept coming up to me going, you like my toy, boss? 
great fun. He called everybody boss, which was so sweet. <laughs> I said, yes, it looks great fun. And he goes, it is great fun. You want to try it? <laughs> oh, that's, that's quite all right. And then he'd zoom off again. And this went on day after day. You want to try my toy? No, thanks, Andre. And fourth day, he came up to me and went, you know you want to. <laughs> like that. And I went, okay, fine. And this is where my, my humor succeeded my attitude. And I got on this thing. I'll never forget when he got off it, it was like it raised up about two feet. <laughs> and I got on it and I, and I put it in first gear and I went over a rock and caught my left toe between the clutch pedal and the rock and snapped it, broke it instantly. Oh, no. So I was kind of terrified. It was about 10 days into shooting. I thought they're going to send me home because how am I possibly going to complete this film, which requires a lot of running and forget the sword fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, um, but Rob was a real mensch about it. And he said, don't worry, we'll work around it if we have to. But um, it was a touch and go there for a moment. If you look back in the movie, you can see some scenes where I'm a bit tender on my left foot. (laughs) Well, now I'm going to have to go back and watch it for that. You mentioned the sword fight. And the sword fight actually ranks as one of the best sword fights in movie history. Thank you. We worked very hard at it. Um, We're very proud of it. You know, Mandy and I trained eight hours a day, five days a week in pre-production. And then once we started shooting... We worked on it pretty much every day when we weren't shooting a scene. In other words, the minute Rob yelled cut, our trainers were offset right there and grabbed us and would work with us during the day. So while the rest of the cast were hanging out, we, we were always working on our sword fight scene. So it was, it was, um, we had to learn each other's parts as well. So. Talk about your trainers a little bit because they have some pretty big experience. Yes, great pedigrees. Um, we had these two wonderful guys. One was Bob Anderson, who was an Olympic fencer for Great Britain in the 1950s. And the other was Peter Diamond, who was a great swordmaster and, and stuntman. And they both had worked with Errol Flynn and Bert Lancaster, and, and, and they did all the light uh, saber sequences for the Star Wars film. So Ro- Rob Reiner, our director, hired the very best. Now, when you were going in to shoot this movie, of course... When you go in to start a movie, you have no idea the kind of impact it's going to have, especially, you know, standing here, what, 25 years later, and it's just as big as ever. When you got the script for this movie, how did you know this was one that you wanted to do? Well, I read the book when I was 13, so I knew I wanted to do it. Um, I love the book. It's a great book, and if you haven't read it, I recommend it. I know I shouldn't say that because I'm trying to get people to read mine. (laughs) You can read both. You can read both. And so I also, I knew Rob Reiner's work from, obviously from All in the Family, but also this Spinal Tap, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And so it was, a, it was a fairy tale come true for me to be a part of the film. And you kind of had to go in and prove that you could do this because you're a British actor and you had done some serious roles before this, but you had to go in and kind of prove that you were funny. Well, that's the thing. Um, they took enormous risk hiring me for the film. Actually, took enormous risk for both Robin and I because we were both fairly unknown at the time. Me more so than her. Mm -hmm. So it was a very risky thing for them to do. You know, normally a film of this size, they would hire stars to be in it, yeah? Mm -hmm. They would would demand that just because they needed a return on their investment. So they took an enormous risk hiring us. And so I feel very grateful for that, obviously. Uh, The movie changed my life. It gave me the career I have today. Now you are out in public, and people quote this movie, I think, more often than any other movie ever. Do people say, as you wish, to you often? Uh, pretty often. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, they want me to say it to them rather than them. 
say to me. I suppose, I suppose. Yeah, which is lovely, you know. Um, I get it easier than, say, Wally Shawn, who, if he misses an elevator, someone screams that one word at him, you know? Oh, yes. <laughs> and Billy Crystal, God bless him, he can never walk into a deli ever again. <laughs> Forever. Never. What was the biggest compliment you ever got in regards to this movie? Well, I guess it would be, I met the Pope, Pope John Paul II, uh, and it turns out that he'd seen the film and enjoyed it, which was an enormous uh, moment for, my, for, for myself and I think the filmmakers. Wow, yes, <laughs> I the, guess. That we, we had a Pope who was a fan, and also President Clinton uh, was a big fan, or is a big fan. So, Thank you so much for joining me this morning, Carrie Elways, and we can get your book now. I'm going to have a link posted in my blog, so you can go ahead and grab that book as you wish. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for having me on your show.